0: In 1775, Paul Revere made his famous ride, where he exclaimed the super simple message of, the British are coming. This was one of the many steps that led up to the Revolutionary War. And while I'm not on a horse, I am here today to tell you that the institutions are coming. And what are they coming for? They're coming for Bitcoin. So while Paul had his ride back in 1775, almost 250 years later, here I am to tell you from Massachusetts that the institutions are coming. They're coming for Bitcoin. So let's dive into it. I'm Jarrett Carpenter, and this is More Than Blockchain. Okay, let's dive in. On this episode, it's all going to hinge around a 50-second clip of Larry Fink, who is CEO of BlackRock. If you don't know what BlackRock is, they have something like 8 to $10 trillion assets under management. What does that mean? They have more money under management than the GDP of like a lot of countries. So it's really, really important when the CEO comes out and he says positive things about Bitcoin. So without further ado, let's just jump right in. And I'd really like to share this 50-second clip with you of Larry Fink when he was on Fox News Business talking about Bitcoin. And I want you to keep an ear out for one very specific word. This word is actually so enticing that after I showed this clip to my father, he said, did you hear the word? And I said, what word? And you're going to hear Larry talk about a holy host of different things in this clip. But there is one word that my father said that is the most important. So let's go ahead and listen to the clip. And
1: also, I do believe the role of crypto is... um... It is. It, it, it's digitizing gold in many yeah. ways. It's a it's a instead of investing in gold as a hedge against inflation, okay. a hedge against the, on, uh, the onerous problems of any one country or or the or the devaluation of your currency, wh- whatever country you're in. Um, let's be clear. Bitcoin is an international asset. It's not based on any one currency and so it, it it can represent a asset that people can play like, as an alternative i would call the the foundation of blackrock is about hope you invest for retirement because you believe tomorrow is better than today
0: okay there you go did you hear it did you hear the word the word simply is asset this is the word that my father called out as being really really important and key to this clip and key to the context of where bitcoin is today and where it's likely to go. And there was something else that was hidden in there that people in the crypto and the Bitcoin community have really picked up on. And that is where Larry talked about BlackRock being hope and that people invest in BlackRock today because basically they're optimistic about tomorrow and they're optimistic about what BlackRock can give people in their returns for their investment vehicles, for their retirement vehicles, for their pension vehicles, what have you. And Larry talking about BlackRock as hope is really, really resonant to what Michael Saylor has been saying for years now about Bitcoin being hope. So to make that connection, I'm going to go ahead and play a clip of Michael Saylor talking about Bitcoin as hope.
1: I mean, Bitcoin is hope. We could put a period on it, but uh, <laughs> I think Bitcoin is transformative. And, and the idea, right? The idea of, uh, of, um, of a true monetary network is a transformative idea, a very big idea. And I think that uh, people can get uh, worn down in the traditional system. And a lot of times when they, uh, when they come through that portal and their eyes open and they, and they start to see the world differently, it it kind of is inspirational. Certainly, uh, you know, I see the economy differently today. I see the world differently today. I have a different mission. Well, I, have, I have a mission today that, that was not on my shoulders before, but you know we all need a reason to live, right? And uh, I think this is a pretty good reason to live. I mean, it's, it's, the, it's the definition of hope.
0: I mean, it really is. So there you have it. Is Bitcoin hope? Is BlackRock hope? Because if I think back to my geometry class from 10th grade, if Bitcoin is hope and BlackRock is hope, Does that mean that Bitcoin is BlackRock and BlackRock is Bitcoin? Now, that may be a stretch, but here's where I also want to call out and ask the question, is this a good thing for Bitcoin that the institutions are coming? If you're into Bitcoin and you're investing and you're active in crypto, it's a good thing from a financial standpoint, as we likely will see markets react positively to a Bitcoin spot ETF being approved. But before we get too crazy, I want to go ahead and read from Satoshi's white paper, because I think it's really important that we keep in mind how institutions play a role in crypto. Because if you read Satoshi's white paper, and I'm going to leave a link to this in the episode show notes, there are three mentions of institution throughout the white paper. And they're actually all three on the first page. So let's dive into those. And I'm going to go ahead and read directly from the white paper. In the abstract, this is how the white paper starts. It says, A purely peer-to-peer version of electronic cash would allow online payments to be sent directly from one party to another without going through a financial institution. There's the first mention of institution. The second two mentions come in the next three sentences, which is the beginning of basically the white paper in the introduction. It says, commerce on the internet has come to rely almost exclusively on financial institutions. There's number two, serving as trusted third parties to process electronic payments. While this system works well enough for most transactions, it still suffers from the inherent weakness of the trust-based model. Completely non-reversible transactions are not really possible, since financial institutions, number three, cannot avoid mediating disputes. I wanted to read that from the white paper to kind of offer a different idea, that yes, the institutions are coming, and yes, this is going to be great because we're all going to maybe have more money if we've been investing. But I wanted to ask Is that a good thing if it's going away from the base ethos, which was brought to us by Satoshi's white paper, which really honestly started cryptocurrency in its form today? So while I sit here in Massachusetts some 250 years after Paul Revere's ride to say the institutions are coming, not that the British are coming this time, I'm wondering, is that a good thing for Bitcoin? Is that part of the ethos that Satoshi mentioned? And I'm really left wondering, what would Satoshi think if he were alive today? Would Satoshi be cool with a Bitcoin spot ETF if it plays a part in bringing Bitcoin to global mass adoption? What do you think? Thanks for checking out this episode of More Than Blockchain. And check out this episode's show notes. I'm going to leave links to those two clips, which I think show a little bit more, a little bit more extended versions. And I'm going to leave the link to Satoshi's white paper in case you're interested in reading You'll see the mention of Institution three times on the first page. As always, go ahead and follow us on social media at more than blockchain. And if you don't follow us already on YouTube, please go ahead and do that. No matter where you listen to the pod, go ahead and subscribe. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. The institutions are coming, and I think it's something that everyone should at least learn about. If you decide to invest in Bitcoin, that's your decision. That's why they call it personal finance. Thanks again for checking out more than blockchain and I'll see you next time.